So for me, it's always been about how much not only are you making a net profit, but also how much you've managed to save. This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself with other high-level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now on to today's episode. Are you transparent with your business financial statements? More and more entrepreneurs are starting to show how well or how poorly they are doing. They believe that it's essential to help other entrepreneurs grow. A few to name are Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, Buffer with their open salary policy, and Johnny FD from Travel Like a Boss podcast. Today we get to talk with one of those entrepreneurs, Johnny FD. Johnny has had quite a bit of business growth in the past five years, going from 600 dollars a month to over $300,000 profit. He shares about this growth one month at a time on his blog, johnnyfd.com. Today, we get behind the entrepreneur that chooses transparency. On top of that, Johnny has helped Chiang Mai become one of the digital nomad capitals of the world. He started two successful podcasts and kept the work-life balance full of lots of success and lots of travel. Without further ado, let's welcome Johnny to the show. Welcome, Johnny, to the podcast. How are you today? Yeah, doing fantastic. Great to be on, Chris. Yeah, thanks for coming on, my friend. And you're live from Ukraine today, right? Yeah, in Eastern Europe for the summer. Uh, I was in Barcelona about a month ago, and then I think I might... I don't know how long I'm going to be in Ukraine, but that's kind of what's nice about this lifestyle is we can just bounce around. But I'll definitely be somewhere in Europe, most likely in in Western Europe for the rest of the summer, but I'll I'll be checking out different countries. Uh, Why do you like Ukraine? Because it's different. It's unexplored. It, it really mm. feels like the last place on earth where it <laughs> looks like it's the West. It looks like Europe, but it's every day. It's a new experience. And it's one of those places where if you like adventure in your everyday life, even just trying to find a restaurant or a coffee shop, this is the place because there's a very few things online. You know, it's not like other countries or other other places we can there's a million travel blogs about it already i kind of just have this this passion of finding new places and being the one to, to discover you know cool spots yeah i can tell from your blog and your podcast <laughs> that you like that yeah. um what's everyday life like for you in in the ukraine it's pretty crazy because you, you know you wake up and it's a very walkable city so i'm in kiev right now and Kiev is definitely not for everyone. It's a big city, and I'm normally not a, a fan of big cities because I don't like crowded places. I don't like Bangkok. I'm not a fan of, you know, I think New York's a little bit too crowded, a little bit too crazy for me. But Kiev is a big city with all the benefits of that, you know, as in world-class restaurants, you know, a great metro system, Uber, you know, um, jiu-jitsu gyms and, you know, great, like, you know, five-star gyms with, you know, saunas and spas. But it's also not very crowded. I mean, you can literally just walk around and they actually, in fact, they actually close off the main street on weekends to let people walk in the middle of the road uh, because it's like kind of a, a shopping district and you don't really get that anywhere else. Uh, so you know, every day I wake up and you know I really just like to explore the city. <laughs> I like to walk around and find new things. And the th- coolest thing about Kiev is there are hidden speakeasy bars and coffee shops and restaurants everywhere and 
I'm current. I, w- I was currently in what I call maintenance mode or travel mode where I was just exploring as I would say for the last four or five months, I haven't actually worked that much. I've let my passive income coast what I call maintenance mode where I still make money from it, but I'm not actively growing it. And my typical day then has been, you know, really just going on a different walking tour every day. Cause I love walking tours. I love just, you know, being on my, on my feet and see, you know, seeing around or renting a bicycle for the day, just check out the area, you know, see what, you know, cool things there are. But now, uh, as of, you know, really just this week, I've gone back into what I call growth mode where I'm creating, you know, new streams of passive income or new businesses or updating uh, my websites, uh, creating new videos. And now my, my life is pretty typical as in I wake up, go to walk over to co-working space, you know, work there till four and then hit the gym. How, how do you, Johnny, how do you balance your growth modes with passive modes throughout the year? It's more about, it's more project based as in, let's say I want to, you know, revamp, um, my, my course, you know, earnest affiliate, I'll spend two months just, you know, sat down at a co-working space, you know, eight, six to eight hours a day and I'll record all the new videos to update it for the year. But then as soon as that's done, I'll travel for two months and really not touch anything. I'll, I'll really will live the four hour work week and just log in, you know, once a day, whenever I feel like it to check email and to make sure everything's going okay. And when I get a little bit tired, you know, bored of just traveling and doing nothing, then I'll take on another project and I'll say, okay, you know, now I really want to get into investing. Let me spend two months, you know, really, just, you know, diving deep into that. So it's really kind of cyclical where if you kind of look at my life, you know, I'll work a lot for two or three months and then I'll do almost nothing for two or three months and <laughs> just travel. That's a great way to do it, man. <laughs> Kudos to you. Now, Johnny, I want to, I want to get, more into your backstory a little bit. I know you went from nine to five employee to full on digital nomad in Thailand to seven figure location independent entrepreneur. So tell us how, how that all evolved out for you. Well, it's crazy because when I first decided to go to Thailand, it was just for a short vacation. It was supposed to be for, I think, three weeks or something. And I thought this was my one chance to go to Thailand. I'll probably never go again. <laughs> so let me just do everything possible. Let me go on every tour. Let me take the cooking class. Let me bungee jump. Let me go scuba diving. And I need that photo to show that I've done it because I'll never do it again. <laughs> and I really, really believe that that kind of scarcity mentality was holding me back in life where I really thought – Hey, I can do something once, you know, sh- you know, show that I did did it and just go back to normal life. And it wasn't until I went scuba diving out of all those random tours that I really fell in love with not only Thailand, but this new hobby. And that became my life for the next four years where I was doing scuba diving professionally as a dive master for three months on and off. Uh, and in my off times, <laughs> I was doing Muay Thai out of, out of all things. And um, I would train, you know, pretty much every day, five days a week, have a competition, have a fight. Then I'll go back to scuba diving for three months and then just mix those two around. Nice, man. And then, so when did you, what was your very first business you started, Johnny? So I've always had blogs and I've just enjoyed kind of sharing my my experiences, sharing, you know, cool things. And most of my blogs never made any money. I think I had Google AdSense on one. Uh, I had, you know, some links that made me maybe less than $10 a year, you know, a month, maybe less than $100 a year. And it wasn't until 2013 in the beginning when I was kind of just done with scuba diving and done with Muay Thai 
as a profession, you know, I still wanted to do it as a hobby, but I was so exhausted. My, my body was beat up, literally, you know, beat up from fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my body was exhausted from waking up at 6, 6 a.m. every day to go scuba diving and take people out, whether I was sick or not, you know, if I was healthy or not. And if, you know, it was sunny or if it was storming. And I just needed a way to make money online because I really did not want to go back and go to a nine to, back to my nine to five job. I knew that I can go back and work the corporate world again, you know, maybe starting, hopefully starting at, you know, what I left it at around $50,000 a year. And then, you know, hope, you know, hoping to get that 3% raise every year and eventually, you know, somehow climb my way up the corporate ladder. But I didn't want to do that. So I just started exploring how can you make money location independently? How can you make money online? And the very first thing that made me a significant in- income was writing an ebook called 12 Weeks in Thailand, The Good Life on the Cheap, which, which was on Amazon Kindle. How'd you promote that? Like, so, so you wrote the book, you, you had spent some time in Thailand and you wrote it. It was your very first really thing to make substantial money. How did you get the word out? Were you using your blog to do that or promoting it through just contacts that you had? No, uh, it was 100% my blog because, you know, I had been writing on that blog and other blogs for years with never asking for anything. You know, I, I never really got paid more than, you know, 10 bucks a month from Google AdSense or different, you know, different things. And when I came out with the book, you know, people, the readers, they thought, wow, you know, this guy gave me so much value for free. I wonder how good his book's going to be, you know, or, you know, maybe some people just wanted to support and they just bought the book, you know, because I had to give him so much information. So for the listeners, you guys, Johnny, a little bit more on Johnny. He now runs Travel Like a Boss podcast, Invest Like a Bod podcast, uh, johnnyfd.com, which is his blog. He dabbles in a lot of affiliate marketing. And also he's kind of the go- one of the go-to guys for Chiang Mai Thailand or any digital nomad that goes to Thailand in general. His name always pops up. I know when I first went to Thailand, everybody said, hey, reach out to Johnny FD. He's the guy there. And so you've built this name up for yourself, which is really cool. And you're podcasting, you're doing online stuff. And one of the things that I really like and respect that you do, Johnny, is that you're very transparent with your financial numbers. And I know you post those on your blog regularly. I'm kind of curious what led you to make that decision and why do you continue to do it? So the first time I posted a an income reporter, I started talking publicly about how much money I was making online, I think it was June 2013. So it's been, wow, four years now. It's kind of hard to believe it's been that long. But the, you know, in the beginning, I was kind of, you know, just really curious about, because I think I saw Pat Flynn post his and he was making a ton of money compared to what yeah. I was making. I think in the beginning, I was making maybe $1,000 a month or something. But I was so excited because Living in Thailand on the cheap, which was literally the, my, my book title, 12 Weeks in Thailand, The Good Life on the Cheap, my goal was to make $600 a month because that was what I needed to, to continue living in Thailand. And $1,000 a month to me was a blessing. It was like, wow, I, I cannot mm-hmm. believe I can make you know, this much money you know, online from my laptop. And I wanted to share it with everyone else. I wanted to, you know, other people to be able to see it's possible you know, because there's, I had so many friends back home you know, uh, school, you know, friends from you know college or high school, or my cousins or my friends or family. I really just wanted them to see, hey, it's possible. And I never thought in a million years, you know, when I first started posting it, that 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 number would grow 
to 20 to even $30,000 a month in profit. Are you enjoying today's episode? I hope so. We're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business. October 26th, we will have our most impactful event ever. The experience includes workshops, masterminds, advisors, high-speed Wi-Fi at a beautiful resort complex. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now back to the show. How did that feel like that transformation from that goal of $600 a month to pulling in $30,000 a month profit? It was crazy because I, I, it was such, it was actually a pretty slow ramp up. It wasn't like, you know, overnight I went from a thousand to 30,000. It was more like a thousand, then 1,500, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000. And because it was kind of a, a slow transition, plus the fact that my lifestyle did not change at all. I was still living in Chiang Mai. I was still living in the same condo because I loved it. It was a great location. It's very comfortable. You know, I had everything I wanted. You know, I liked wearing shorts and sandals and a t-shirt. I didn't want to go out and buy Gucci loafers all of a sudden. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go out and you know start wearing Armani suits. I didn't want a car. I, I enjoyed walking. I didn't want a bigger apartment. So my income skyrocketed while my you know. Uh, lifestyle didn't change that much. I, I would say the only things that you know that changed was I started flying business class instead of uh, flying coach when I would go on a visa run, when I go on vacation, and I was able to be a lot more generous with my friends and my family. But aside from that, you know, I looked the same, I, I dressed the same, my life was the same, so it didn't even really feel like a huge jump. What are some of the other products that you launched throughout the years that help you create the growth and passive income? So I actually just broke it down on a, on a YouTube video uh, recently. If you guys go on YouTube and just search for Johnny FD, uh, I wrote down how much how much I made uh, for last year. Uh, and so last year I made $325,000 in profit nice. with just about a million dollars in revenue. And the reason why I don't really like talking about revenue is because it, it could mean so many things. You know, it can mean, um, you know, you did a million dollars in sales, but you're in debt now because you spent <laughs> yeah. way more than that. Yeah. So for me, it's always been about how much not only are you making a net profit, but also how much you've managed to save. And I think that is a, a big thing that I want to bring to this podcast because I know you have a lot of other big ballers on, on this podcast who made a lot of money, uh, at least in, in, you know, in total revenue. But I really want to drive it you know, in everyone's mind that when you guys make that money, do not all of a sudden – start spending, you know, 10x, 20x, uh, you know, what you can, because it, who knows, you know, you might want to take a break and take some time off to travel. Uh, you might have fluctuations in your income. You might have a family emergency that comes up. You never know what's going to happen. So what really matters is being able to to keep that money and, and save that money. That's a good point. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day and we were having a discussion and she mentioned that she was talking about a guy who was rich and I was like, uh, but he had a job, worked for an oil and a gas company down in Brazil. And she said, you know, he's rich. He makes $200,000 a year. And I said, is he rich or does he just have a job that makes a lot of money? And she's like, what's the difference? And I go, well, if he loses that job, he still doesn't have anything left, especially if he's spending $200,000 a year. And or if he has expenses up that he's just that high, he's just broke at another level. Rich people can be very, very wealthy with assets, businesses, real estate, whatever, and different types of assets, and actually be cash poor. And this is something that Robert Kiyosaki taught me is that 
you can have tons and tons of assets and not a lot of cash in the bank and be incredibly wealthy and much more wealthy than that guy that's earning $200,000 cash here. Uh, I want to ask you, Johnny, that's a great point. What, what do you do with your extra money that's left over? You made $300,000 profit. What, is, where's, what are you going to do with the, the leftovers? So I am so fortunate that I grew up, you know, with Asian parents that, you know, that were very frugal and we didn't have that much money. So my, my parents were always kind of drilling in my head. Well, at least my dad, my mom liked to spend money, but my dad always drilled in my head that you have to save money, that you have to put it away. And luckily most of that went into either just into a bank account. It was literally in my checking account for the longest time, or it went into investments. And that's actually why uh, me and my buddy Sam Marks started the Invest Like a Boss podcast, not because we are financial experts. If you guys listen to any of the shows, you guys will see that even today, even 65 episodes in, we don't pretend we are experts. We, you know, we are there learning ourselves. We are asking the dumb questions like, what is an ETF? You know, you know what are the ups, you know, upsides of it? What are the downsides to it? And all that money, I would say at least 75% of that money has gone into investments nowadays. And I'm so, so, so you know, excited to be able to just see that number grow, you know, see my Vanguard account grow from you know, literally, you know, just a couple hundred bucks two years ago to having over $200,000 just in that one account and not having that money of, you know, being been spent on something stupid. Yeah. Based on those interviews, Johnny, what are some other great investments that you think would, um, would be good researching? So depending on when you guys listen to this, <laughs> you know, it's, it's always going to change. And I, I think that's why we do quarterly updates on Invest Like a Boss, just to tell everyone, you know, what we've, what we've, you know, kept, what we've sold, uh, what else we've bought. Uh, but right now, uh, as of kind of mid 2017, most of my money is in uh, low, low fee index funds like Vanguard's uh, VTI, which basically just models the whole you know, the whole stock market. And, and, you know, the reason why I buy into these funds is because in general, the entire stock market moves up over time. Sometimes it drops, but then it slowly goes back up, pays good dividends, has really low fees. And that's kind of what a lot of the, the, you know, really smart investors uh, recommend. Uh, I also have quite a bit of money in hard money loans that are real estate backed. Uh, I'm a big fan of peer-to-peer loans and peer-to-peer lending because just like how we hate paying, you know, the bank, um, you know, 10 or 15% interest, you know, especially because it compounds and, you know, that is a quick way to, to get into a lot of debt. On the flip side, if you're the one lending it out, it's a, you know, quick way to make a lot of money. So, uh, I have a lot of money in something called Pure Street, where I'm actually lending out money to people who are either fixing their houses or you know doing um, you know or buying new properties, and it's lent out at you know between eight and ten percent interest. But what's really good about it is that it's it's backed by that actual property. So if they default or they stop paying, we get that property, we can flip it back, sell it back for cash, and we can recoup our investment. Very cool. Johnny, one of the the other cool things that I like about you is not only are you going out there making a lot of money, doing awesome things, helping other people, but you're you're creating events too, which is really cool. That helps other digital nomads and entrepreneurs learn and grow as well. And so you guys, I think for the past couple of years, have done the Nomad Summit in Chiang Mai. Is that right? Two years. Yeah. Now? Yeah. So we we've actually we've done it three years, and January 2018 is gonna be our fourth year. Wow. So really excited about that. 
if you guys want to know more, it's nomadsummit.com. But basically what it is, it's, it started as me wanting to get together some of the smartest business people that, that I knew that were successful with location-dependent businesses to share their knowledge. But also, more importantly, to be honest, a way for you know people to get together, like-minded you know, positive success, you know, people that want to, to be successful or already are to get together in person and, you know, and make those friendships, make those, make those connections. Very cool. What's next for you, Johnny? So I think the plan is I, as far as travel is going to be to stay in Europe for the rest of the summer. I think for the rest, you know, at least for the, for the t- time being, as long as I'm happy, I'm going to spend maybe five or six months a year in Europe because it is beautiful here. And, and it's one of those, those goals that I used to have was to be able to spend summer in Europe, but I never thought I could afford it, you know? And ever since I, I could, it's, it's almost kind of a shame if I don't, if I don't do it. So I'm gonna spend six months a year in, uh, in Europe. And then the other six months of the year traveling either somewhere else, uh, or in Thailand where I know I love, you know, I, I, I <laughs> even though I've been to so many countries now, I think last year I went to 17 countries, but Chiang Mai always kind of has this, this special place, you know, um, in my heart. It's, you know, it's not only where I went from having less than a thousand dollars to now having over half a million dollars in my bank account, which is, you know, insane to me. But also, it's, you know, where I made so many friends who, you know, taught basically taught me these things. I, I think if it wasn't for the people I met in Chiang Mai that taught me how to sell more Kindle books, how to start my first dropshipping store, how to, you know, uh, create, you know, uh, YouTube, like YouTube presence, how to, you know, do all these different things. I never would be where I am today. Very cool, my friend. Johnny, I think we're going to wrap up there. If the listeners want to reach out and learn more about you or what you have going on, what's the best place they can do that? The best place is johnnyfd.com. And if you want to know more about exactly how I've made all the money I've made, go to my income reports. You know, I have a tab for it. You can just search on johnnyfd.com. And if you really want to be crazy, go back to the very, very first one, you know, three, four years ago and just, you know, read read them until the most recent ones because that literally shows you the entire journey of how I went from making a couple thousand dollars a month to hundred, you know, to $325,000 in profit last year. Yeah. And learning about somebody or an an entrepreneur's financials is so powerful because it tells such a great story. So again, kudos to you for being transparent with that. I think that's so cool. And thank you again, Johnny, for coming on the show and sharing all of your knowledge and your tips and your tricks and your wisdom with us. Thank you very much, my friend. You're very welcome. And see you guys in, hopefully in Chiang Mai. And listeners, we're going to sign off there. Thank you guys for joining us once again. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for the attendees, and you'll get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This 
This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, and co-working spaces. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, don't hesitate to contact us, theentrepreneurhouse.com. We will respond as soon as we can. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world. Thank you.